We've only just begun to live white lace and promises for breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics. You better go somewhere else. Portland Betting Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, cause it probably won't last. Pitches, poop, they cover it all, they'll discuss everything except football. Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. <laughs> yes, this is, this is A+. Welcome. To the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast, episode 72, season four, episode four, if you're counting. It's only just begun this season. Uh, my name Yay! is Jonathan, and I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. Randy, where are you coming from? <laughs> Randall. Switch over the dock. Hey, I'm also coming from <laughs> Northeast Portland. I am Josh, and I am coming to you live from snowy Westland, Oregon. And Greg in Northwest Portland. Randy, tell us what's coming up in this episode. Um, first, is it actually still snowing in Westland? No, it's it's all melting now. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, we have a, a 107 Sport election update. Um, we're going to talk about the home opener. We're going to talk about new signing. We're going to talk about Apple TV. We're going to talk about the playoff format change, and then we're going to talk about the uh, upcoming games. Yay! Yay! Okay. Yay! Well, hey. Yay! Oh, look hey. at us. We're back. Yay! Yeah. Look at this. Woo. Together as one. Yeah. Four in <laughs> one. I, I kind of like that. Four in one. Um, four in one. So I heard one of I heard one of us won an election. Oh. Let me tell you something, girlfriends. So, I <laughs> uh, I am humbled to say that I won the the one oh sevenist uh, election, and I am now a member of the board. And I really appreciate the the process that happened. And I really want to give a big shout out to both Sophia and to Sam for running. And the time and effort that we all put into it was pretty fun. And what I would also say is if anyone looked at the results of the election, it was extremely close. It was like basically 33% across the board for each one of us. And I just squeaked out. And uh, well, I would like to say that I won like, hey, I won. I'm a winner. Uh, it's more of a now I get to, to serve and be more involved. And uh, it's pretty exciting. And I can't wait for the the next three years to play out and 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 see if i can help make an impact i for the first time actually showed up to a tifo uh painting and all i did was complain about the manual labor part of it and the process um and then i just watched greg basically paint something for a long time and then the next day when i went home and took a shower uh, and i blew my nose there is blue paint coming out of my nose. And I was like, this is stupid. Who fucking does this? And, uh, <laughs> I and then, this. yeah, it was, uh, no, it was fun. I, I really am excited to, to be involved 
the the board members so far have been very welcoming and inviting and we'll we'll see what the the year holds out but again a big shout out to sophia and sam for putting their names out there and going for it and uh hopefully when the next election comes around they they go for it again so I wanted to say that, uh, you know, first it looked like, oh, yeah, it's the PVSP bump really puts you over the top. But <laughs> the fact that it barely put you over the top was just a little bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> we like to bump in the wrong direction. Yeah. 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 How, many detracted. Pod- How many podcasts <laughs> do Sam and Sophia have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say something we haven't been able to say for like four months. The Timbers had a match this week. What? How'd it go? We are recording this uh, two days after the Portland Timbers win over Sporting Kansas City 1 0 on a very cold but could have been worse night. Uh, Josh, how do we stack up against our predictions? I was very cold. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. My prediction was a 2-1 win. Randy was a 2-0 win. Greg was a 4-2 win. And Jonathan was a 4-2 win. But um, none of us picked who was going to score. I think, Josh, you were the most right. uh, I would think Randy was. Randy looks to be the most right. Randy looks like the winner. Hmm. But regardless, we're all really bad at this. We're really bad at this. Why do we have a podcast? Why would anyone of you think that we were getting four goals? Because we got seven the last time we played them. Yeah. Come on, Josh. That was the one scoreline you almost got right last year. We got seven the last time we played them. We got beat the last time we played them. Well, the time prior. The last time we played them in Providence Park. Yeah. yeah, I have a funny anecdote from this, and I'll make it into a one-minute story. I hate soup. Soup is stupid. I don't want to eat it. I think ramen's dumb. I'm not interested in it. And so Brianna decided to make a chowder because I will enjoy a chowder. And so she prepared a full from-scratch chowder, which was very delicious, by the way. However, she chopped raw onions all throughout the, like, the kitchen, and then when she cooked them, the jacket that I was wearing to the match was near the kitchen and so me and my buddy tyler went to the game and we're brianna's dropping us off and i was like yo brianna you smell like onions this is gross and uh, we're all laughing and then we get into the stadium and i still smell the onions and i go oh the onion smell is actually me uh and it was my it was my jacket so i smelled like i hadn't bathed in multiple days uh and ran a marathon it was the grossest thing ever and it was so damn cold i couldn't take off my jacket so well i had to stand next to greg and greg smells like that all the time (laughs) (laughs) he didn't even look all right hey that's the thing too we are we are recording with video for the first time as pvsp and now that we can see facial expressions (laughs) this might be a tad bit more antagonistic uh and greg did not react uh react to his comment Mm-hmm. No, not in the slightest. Yeah. If the worst thing you could say about me is I smell like onions, I could live with that. Mm. The amount of work Greg has to do for Tifo Crew is insane. Oh, I have to give him a big shout out. I, I must go the wrong time because every time I go there, he just stands in the corner and vapes. 
Yeah, it's because he's there for like six hours before setting up everything. Yeah, I have to say, so I was that guy. I went to help out, and all I did was move a TIFO, uh, which, for the record, was uh, difficult. But uh, And then Greg did work for three hours, and I just drank some PBRs uh, yeah. and hung out. It was a good time. For, for every one day that the volunteers show up so I don't have to work, I'm in there for five days doing a bunch of stuff ahead of time. <laughs> Working for 12 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> we ran out kind of a funky lineup on this. On the TFO crew? Monday. No, yeah, <laughs> the chief Tifo crew had Bingham on the front pole. No, we had Timbers had Bingham in goal. I guess Ivacic has a hand injury. Did any of you guys know that? No, it, oh. it was on an injury list that I saw. But here is my. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, should I? Hey, go ahead. Okay, so if Ivacic can be on the bench. Then he should be on the field. Uh, is my is my approach. If he is willing, like if he's going to be the first sub on, even though he's got a hand injury, he should be playing. It should have been Hunter, um, my man from Alaska, the Alaskan Thunder, the the Northern Light from Alaska, uh, should have been should have been Hunter on the bench and not Alias. To steal uh, a line from more Sonic, that I think it was those guys that said you can get a, a qual. Uh, working quality MLS keeper out of a dumpster. And the fact that um, Bingham had, he had a really good match. Basically he's man of the yep. match for me. Yeah. 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 He um, really good. But uh, a quick segue back to what we were talking about before. Speaking of TIFO, Greg, can you enlighten us on why there was, why we didn't have the plan TIFO this weekend? Oh, that's right. So I got to back up a little bit here. So last Wednesday, that almost foot of snow came into Portland, uh, and that didn't clear up until Sunday, probably. Um, it would have been really dicey getting – so this was back when the match was still going to happen on Saturday. It would have been really dicey to get the crew who rigs our ropes and all of our volunteers to help get TIFO into the stadium on Friday – that would have royally sucked. And then when the match got moved to Monday, it was, oh, okay, the snow has a couple days to clear out before rigging crew gets here and they could rig on Sunday instead. Well, then they said uh, there was a forecast of 25 to 30 mile an hour wind gusts on Sunday. And the rigging crew goes up like 60 feet in the air in a scissor lift. And that did not sound safe at all in 30 yeah. mile an hour wind gusts. So we just kind of decided it would be best to take out all the variables, just move the whole TFO to the next match. And it sucks, but uh, I think it was the right call. Yeah, sounds like a sane decision to make. No, I mean, so what I'm hearing is that your passion has limits. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> and come on, it's really 60 feet in the air. You can't go yeah. 60 feet in the air and 30 yeah. mile an hour winds. Yeah, I would do a hundred, no big deal. I just don't. Yeah, all, all day long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at the guys that built the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> they I see people pushing windows at forty stories, Greg, in wind on TikTok mm -hmm. all the time. Now, That's granted, right. they die at the end of that video, but they still do it. Yeah, I'm waiting until they die. 
I'm waiting for one of you to bring up the dedication of the migrant workers who built the stadiums in Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that was directed I thought that the, uh, the uh, sure rig- rigging crew, like Indiana Jones did with like slings and... The, the front pull they do, but the concourse banners they don't. Gotcha. Because they can actually get up there. And the... The slingshot thing is a huge pain in the ass. Um, it's fun. So, did we just reveal fun. a trade secret? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, back to the lineup. Uh, Bravo is out. Uh, is it a hamstring injury or something? Or is it his knee? I don't Ham- remember. I think it's hamstring. Yeah, so Bravo is out. So we had Rasmussen on the back line. Super Rich, Zach McGraw, Mascara. Midfield, Diego Chara, Eric. Uh, attacking Jimmy Evander, making his debut. Loria, which really surprised me. We'll get to that. And knees go to up top. Yeah. I would have started Bonilla instead of Rasmussen. I don't care what side he plays on. I'm not even sure which side he plays on. I would have started him instead. Are you joking? Nope. Same. Over Rasmussen. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, he did a good job. Fairly good job. He did an okay job. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. So, so backing up, well, let's, I'll get into it now. I feel like watching the match, Eric had to play more defensively than he wanted to uh, big time on that left side to help Rasmussen out. And we lost some of our attacking threat because of that. Rasmussen is a native left winger attacker and he switched to playing left back in college. Uh, so uh, we are not losing out by uh, Eric going and having to cover because Rasmussen is a decent attacker. Mm-hmm. How many decent attacks did he make on Monday? At least negative two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. He got he got beat one-on-one a ton, and there were so many times like the winger would go wide, and that was clearly Rasmussen's man, and Eric looked over his shoulder, saw Rasmussen wasn't there, and then hauled ass to cover. Yeah, they definitely yeah, were running at him a while. Get- uh, Mo- Mascara had a couple... T- uh, everybody was sloppy this match. It was bef- kind of disappointing. Before we get into Mascara and his wonderful overall game, I why was Luria starting with Moreno on the bench? And again, same thing for me. I, I think Moreno was listed as questionable at one point in the past week where he might not be ready to play like a slight uh, tweak. But again, if you're on the bench, it means you can play. And I just uh, it was super weird to see Luria starting. Now, granted, Luria is a hustler and he ran his ass off all game and he didn't have anything amazing. But it's like he played and he and he went for it. But I just don't understand how Moreno is. um on the bench when Luria, like I would rather play Marino for 60 minutes than bring Luria on as a super sub when everyone's tired. Yeah. I, I so, got no beef against uh, Luria Marvin. He seemed, um, but it's just like one, he's one of those guys that I'm perpetually surprised that he's still on our roster at the beginning of the year. Not, not because I don't like him, but, but just cause we usually just kind of don't hang on to guys like that. So, Luria, I'm going to go to some match notes really quick. 58th minute. Ooh, bragging. Uh, I took match notes. Match notes. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you guys should try it sometime. 
Uh, Ooh, sick ball, balls passed to the top of the box. Moreno steps over, leaving it for Luria. Luria seems surprised, doesn't get his <laughs> one-touch shot, shot off. Evander is standing unmarked at the near post, six feet away. Does Luria pass it? No. He skies it high and wide. And then nine minutes later, almost an identical situation happens with Luria completely skying it over the thing. Evander looks incredibly deflated. He doesn't know what's going on. And the note that I made for myself was, I have always liked Luria, but it's kind of dawned on me. He's given me fewer and fewer reasons to keep being on his side. For the longest time, when this team wouldn't just take the shot, Luria was the guy who would take it. Right. But yeah. his conversion rate is like, what, one out of 20? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He really likes basketball. And I think that he's been too into the season for a long time, like, you know, far shots. But no, I. I agree. It was frustrating. I, again, appreciate that he at least takes the shot. I'd rather someone shoot than pass it, which was one of our problems last year. It was like too many pass, 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 pass. But I still don't think he should have been on the field to start in the first place. Yep. But we did look really, really good this match. We did? I didn't get to rewatch it. Well, I didn't have any time today. When uh, Moreno came on for Jimmy, like instantly we looked – more fluid, more dangerous. So, yeah, Santi should have gotten the start over Luria. I agree with that. I don't... I thought we looked kind of sloppy the whole game, almost. We had a couple moments of brilliance. Really? Yeah. um, And I saw... defense was on point. A thing that made me... I saw more than one guys at various points in the game kind of throw their hands up in the air... Um, and and do that sort of shrugging, you know, like like you know, like the WTF WTF yeah. moment on the field, and they clearly weren't gelling a lot. Um, I don't know. This this game was disappointing to me. I maybe I was just happy be, to be back. Yeah, it's like it's the first game of the season. Everyone's shaking off the dust. I I can't be disappointed mm. with sloppy play just yet. The only thing that justifies that opinion, Randy, is that most of these players were here last year in those respective positions. So you could say or have played in those positions. But I still think like first game of the season, a win and mascara where I was when I saw it live, I was like, dude, that guy was way offsides. There's no way that isn't offsides. I I cannot believe they didn't raise the flag. And it was because that lazy defender that he beat on the run up to that play in the first place, didn't get back in time and was more like, whoa, I didn't get the foul. And then Mascara was like, sub dog. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, every team, it was every team's first game of the season. Uh, I watched plenty of matches where teams weren't sloppy. I mean, fucking St. Louis is their first game of any season, and they had it more together than we did. What well, nickname the- should be the Whites. There's like only white guys on that team. Have you noticed it? <laughs> oh, I didn't notice it's that. like the it, it, really it's like the Celtics in the eighties. <laughs> oh, uh... But no, first match of the season or not, this is the same thing we were complaining about last year, where they have a lot of really good ideas. They're trying some really fun stuff, but it's not quite clicking. It's a continuation. But it will click. 
I it's, fucking hope to God it does because this yeah. is going to be some fun ass football once it right. Does. It looks like we it looks like we have a different manager. Uh, is well, it like a different manager than Caleb Porter? Dark Gia? Yeah. Like what do you mean? Because Gia's been trying Dark this for three years. Yeah, yeah, I know, but not really though. I mean, Gia's been working. We mostly just sat back and let the other team have the ball for the most part. It, That's what we do every game. I know. It looks, looked the same to me. It was Like, yeah, we didn't park the bus. It was so nice. Like, we attacked the entire game. Our defense was really on point. Clean sheet, man. And that's Randy, as you said, man of the match, David Bingham. He had that one, like, play where it was, like, two saves in five seconds where – both were acrobatic. It reminded me of the Steve Clark days. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, don't even bring up his name. Defense on point. My man, Zach McGraw. I said he was ready. He showed he was fucking ready. And he's cut. <laughs> Do you see when he took his shirt off? <laughs> he's got like a fucking 16-pack. Josh and <laughs> and the uh, announcers on the Apple broadcast were talking about how, how beefy Zach was. So those army boys, yeah, man. He's like steam as hell. Cheesesteak is cheesesteak is pure. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. What did they? They said solid or cut or I'm not sure what they said, but they were like implying that he was like chiseled and I think he he bumped some guy and the guy just sort of crumbled onto the pitch and they're like, unlike <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mambiala who would still be running back now. Hey man, he tries. You know, and he gets a trophy for trying every game, even if that bothers Randy. So, well, you keep giving him trophies. I like quit giving him patch vests. Just don't want him on in a league game. Um, uh, Josh, (laughs) what? So, so the so then there's a difference between not having possession and 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 parking the bus is is what you're saying. I'm saying. Usually we straight park the bus and everyone stays back. And we were even in the like late second half, we were attacking. Am I wrong? You are. I didn't watch the replay. Maybe that's what it felt like in the moment. So I'm saying you saying we always park the bus is incorrect. We rarely always park the bus. Greg, we are a bus parking (laughs) club. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what team you've you keep been watching. Using, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you I think it means. I don't think you. Know well, so what then, that word Greg, then means. you think so, Greg? There's a difference between parking the bus and just waiting to play on the counterattack all the time. Well, yeah, idling in the truck. Those are different. Soccer is a very nuanced sport. There's a lot of nuance between these things. Well, we're on the wrong podcast, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> setting up the the camper van in a in a, in a yeah. lot for more than sixty days. Yeah, yeah. is it a yeah. is it a yeah. is it a Westphalia or is it a? No, it's poor. It's very poor. It's a bouncer. Um, yeah, I've seen them uh, all over all over the city. But wait, I have to ask this question for everyone. So Fokaja comes in as a sub. Fornies go to game immediately changes in terms of our overall attack. And I would say that even though I have clearly erroneously predicted that Nizgoda was going to score 20 goals on the joint episode <laughs> with our friends at Outer Roses, I I think Fakaja has earned the right to start this weekend. Uh, that'll be interesting. He's... <sighs> I think it all just clicked for him on that first game where he scored twice in, against SKC uh, last year. 
Don't then, politician me. Answer the question. Every time after that, he's kind of had the same impact. He's flying all over the field, um, kind of like an ineffective Maxi Arruti. He just, um, I just think, he, I don't know. I th- he definitely needs to work on his his finishing. Um, yeah, but let, sure. Let's start him over in East Coda. Okay. Great. Although, I mean, I... Although you got we got to start in East Gota because we got to try and offload him this summer, so we need him to get some. We need him to wrap things up. Just make it easy. Put him on on the easy games. Let him score a few. Yeah, so I have been a East Gota apologist for two years now. I keep saying it's not him; it's the system. However, in this match, his movement, especially his movement off the ball, was uninspired unimaginative, ineffective. Oh, he did almost yes. make that goal. Yeah, but did he do anything? No. Like, yeah, he... I think he's given up, whether it's on himself or on this team. He's done. Mm-hmm. And we don't need somebody who isn't here for it. And Fukasa is fucking here for it. And as far as his finishing is concerned... Uh, that you brought up, Randy. That last save from KC's keeper was amazing. True. That Very had true. that was probably like a 1.5 xg on that, and he's, he he's definitely to save it off his ribs. He's definitely up for it. Um, and like I'm, I, I don't know if it was that play exactly, but he was he. The crowd noise had sort of petered off, and he turned to the North end and sort of did the, try to raise it, get everybody riled yep. up again. And yep, you could tell he's, exactly. he's aggro. So yeah. And the North end responded. We got we the did. loudest we've been the entire match in that moment. Yeah. Same song, same song, 45 minutes. So should we talk about, uh... <laughs> um, Josh, are you, are you saying that you chanted during the whole match or no? I don't chant. Um, yeah, I'm not. That's not me. I just sit there, like with a sad look on my face, <laughs> with a PBR, and my and arms crossed. Like, yeah, I have to sit next to. I was sitting next to Dane. It Ugh. was. Uh, it was cold as heck. Um, oh my god, it was so cold. <laughs> super cold. I feel like it was colder than it was for the, the last cup match we were at. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> and uh, Mon- get- Monday night, we maybe were maybe maxed out eighty percent full stadium. What do you guys think? Yeah, look. It, if you looked up at the top, you'd see big chunks of no nothing. It so when the the countdown goes, when the players go back into the tunnel, and then the actual like pregame starts for the twenty minutes. When it was at like the eight minute mark for the before the match was about to kick off, there was nobody, and my buddy Tyler was going, "Is anyone coming to the home opener?" <laughs> and I was saying. Let it fill in. It's a rescheduled match on a Monday night at 7 p.m. Like people probably can't make it into town for it. And then it filled up pretty nicely. If I had to like bet a actual attendance, I didn't look. So, you know, journalisms. Yeah. I think like what, like maybe 20,000 people were there? Yeah, maybe 2,000 people, 3,000 at the most. <laughs> it was it was full. It filled it filled up and the army was loud. I have to give credit again. Army was pretty good. loud. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good overall um, uh, vibe. How are you guys feeling about Evander? 
Did he play? Good. He played. <laughs> he was a little absent, but I'm feeling good about him too. I it's what I saw of him. Yeah, well, that no. was, it's, it's Go a good ahead. thing we have this video so we can all read our, our cues and not step on each other. <laughs> step over each other. <laughs> Greg said it. He was like Luria had two opportunities where he could have passed a, a almost wide open Evander who probably could have tapped it in and chose to just shoot it, which again, I still support that behavior. Shoot it every time. But I, I think he wasn't a maestro. He wasn't Diego yeah. Valeri. He wasn't all over the field creating chance after chance after chance. But for the first time at home, like that's – I'll take it. But was Valeri that way his first game? Yes. Yes. Um, he, was. he was. I don't rem- – I didn't – this is my 10th year. He scored an incredible goal in his first match. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I Shows think how he, much I, I saw him try a few things that looked pretty interesting. Um uh, yeah, so it wasn't a Valeri first game performance, but I mean, I don't know. It was really cold, although he should be used to be playing in that kind of weather where he came from. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to take time. He's got three preseason games under his belt. And but the one of the things that dude from uh, Rune said from Sortsnock is that he didn't present himself as a team player when he first joined. And I did not see that whatsoever on the field. Like he hustled the entire time and I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Promising. He looked very confused by MLS refereeing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was confused that what's up with the refs wearing the same color as the keeper. Oh, did you notice that? That with the pink, it was like, that's, that shouldn't be allowed no matter what. Nah. I, don't know. I guess you guys don't care. No, I, I agree. Um, I have to ask about this. I see it on the notes here. Dipshits complaining about black national anthem uh, on social yes, media. Yes. Yes. Tell me more because. Um, well, I, I, they didn't show it on the Apple broadcast. Um, but if you're at the stadium before the, na- the, um, before the national anthem, they they sang what is known as the what is referred to as the black national anthem. And man, I don't remember what the name of that song is off the top of my head. But racist. Have you guys? I mean, you you guys have heard of that before, right? The black national yeah. anthem. All right, an, an extra guest on to help with that, and uh, they did a they did a really good job, and it was great. But then the Timbers made a, a post about it. Um, on social media, and it was just immediately overrun by people saying stupid things like, "Oh, you're gonna play two national anthems? That's very divisive." What and and just all kinds of nonsense about that. Just people being super dumb. I agree. We should not have two national anthems. So get rid of the stupid U.S. national anthem and only do the black national anthem. Yeah, some somebody people brought that up as well but anyway it just it was dumb just like the same i mean the same idiots that were saying that kind of stuff were the same idiots I mean, there were a ton of social media posts about on anything timbers related not even on on uh official timbers things but people be like oh true fans don't get to watch it because it was wasn't broadcast on tv and you know i'm not paid for apple blah blah blah, blah. um my, yeah. So that is, and it was broadcast on TV. So, true fan. 
What TV was it broken on? Broadcast on? It, the first two games have been broadcast on regular TV. What are you talking about? Citation needed, but yeah. um, <laughs> still agree with you, False. Randy. Overall, it was it's dumb. I went to the Blazers game on Sunday night, the one where Lillard scored seventy one points and broke a bunch of records. It was amazing, and they did the Black National Anthem and then the U.S. National Anthem. And I don't engage on social media with any Blazers, whatever. But I imagine the same chodes complained about that as well. But I thought that was pretty cool, and. Yeah. I I'm very supportive. I I did not take off my hat for the U.S. national anthem, but I did for the Black national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Play, sing it in front of every game. Yeah. Fuck yep. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry. Before we, language them. Before we move away from uh, the match, 29th minute, Jimmy Chara goes out with a hamstring injury. We, Ooh. I don't think we've heard how long he's going to be out yet. No. Is anybody concerned? Uh, that's Maybe. a no-contact injury, and he was running at full speed in cold weather trying to to get on to the end of that ball, and I thought he was going to get it for sure. And then when yeah. he pulled up, I was like, well, that's at least three to four months. I'd be well, less. Vander was like that too. Did you see his few knee injuries? No, he was limping. Like he got. Wasn't it right at the beginning of the match? They called on the medics for him. For a Vander. Yeah, and then um, towards the middle, like it was back by us when we were. We were. Um, there was. He got tackled again, and then he like got up slow and was limping. I must have been pooping in the toilet at that time. I think that was, both times. Oh, you, I don't think that you was a Vander. I know. Remember, we had somebody else go down second half, um, but it, it wasn't. I don't. A, a Vander limped a little bit when Graham Zuzi stepped on his foot, but yeah. it didn't look serious. Whatever. No. I, I, I forgot like Graham Zuzi was there. I didn't realize. Jimmy is out for three to four months. No I think question. So? Yeah, I would be less concerned if. Dyron and Blanco were not both also on the injured list. So for all that talk we were having about Luria just not being the guy we need, that might be our only option for a while. Oh, no, Blake Bodily, right? No, no, he's finally gone. He went down to San Diego. You know what? We lead the the league in um, knee injuries and hamstring injuries. You know what's really good? Our medical staff. A yeah. plus, best in the I was screaming that, like, don't call the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Dr. now Feel that good. we know that we're out, Jimmy, and uh, we have some injury risks of other things, I mean, Josh, do we have any new players we should talk about? No. Okay, good to know. We do have, um, oh. we, we, well, can I, one officially we sign? Yeah, go. I was going to say, can, before we move on from the match, can I just say one sentence that sums it up? Boring. Sure. Go on. Boring. Boring works. Uh, God damn it! I lost <laughs> my train. Be positive, thought, son of a bitch. Uh, two uncon. <laughs> it was this match was two unconvincing teams where one just happened to be slightly less convincing than the other. Hmm, yeah. I well, thought they, uh, Kansas City look. Have... Go ahead. What? No, go. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> All I was thought... gonna say is their their <laughs> possession was fifty four percent. Whose possession? Kansas City. Who they had? 
I thought they, they had, had more. They had more possession than we had. I thought they had more than 54%, but they looked more threatening than we did for most of the game. Yeah, the less convincing team won. Yeah. So you could say we didn't deserve to win. Oh, no, we absolutely should have lost. I'm staying positive the whole season. Me and Josh. how we played, and I'm extremely proud. I hope we don't even make the playoffs. (laughs) I hope you slip going down the stairs. (laughs) <laughs> and then fall and hit your head on every stair, and then you hit the the railing at the bottom, and then flip over and take the Timbers Army banner with you, and then as you land, you survive, and then that banner suffocates you, and you die. <laughs> Wait, and then Kelly Rick? Kelly's there laughing, and then I make out with her. <laughs> that's how that's gonna happen. Oh boy! You know what? If all that happens, you are welcome to make out with my girlfriend. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to end that, and then you ended it on that was that was perfect. That yeah, was like on a the positive note. Hide inside. If she consents, home run. if she consents, consent is yes. important. New, new signings. Does anyone want to try to? Yeah, I'll talk about his, it. His name. Yeah, well, for sure we have Eric Miller, and he's a center back from Nashville, and oh, that's yeah. cool. You jump to the easy one. Frank. It's not hard to pronounce Frank. The last name is Frank. Boy. <laughs> but um, I don't. Well, did we actually sign him? Uh, it, let's, let's talk about Eric first, since Josh brought him up. He yeah. what is he on our U twenty three team at one point? Was he? Yeah, I think so. He and was then, like the USL era, I think. And he's been at Nashville for I don't know how long. This seems like a desperation sign after we got rid of um, the late great Bill Tuiloma, and they were just like, "Oh God, we better sign somebody." We have to get someone. Yeah. yeah. I still don't like Bill Tuiloma. This is just a Sad. just in case. Well, he knows Portland. He knows the 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 city and the city. Pretty sure that he knows the city, so that should be good for his time here. The city, but the city, not the system, I guess. Uh, yeah, it, it's a good backup. Um, I agree with Greg where he was saying that Zach McGraw is ready to play, and he did a formidable job. Uh, on his uh, first yeah. start for the opening season, totally. We'll take the center back depth, and um, and both of them are old, right? Aren't they both in their like their twenty nine thirties? Both of who? Eric is, I think, Eric? thirty. Yeah, Eric is thirty, and Frank is it Frank- Boley? Boley. So let's let's talk about this signing. So I just pulled it back up, and uh, it said, yeah, he's twenty nine. Uh, it still says Portland Timbers to sign um, Frank Bully, but it clearly still isn't done yet. I don't think I've seen any announcements from the actual front office. But it's yeah. on MLS's website, and they don't yeah. tend to publish anything unless it's basically a done deal. They don't do rumors yeah. unless but they're yeah, messy but it says rumors. The Timbers are signing <laughs> Ivorian forward. They didn't say signed. Right. Um, this guy has 42 goals in 126 appearances of the Hungarian top league. So, uh, so I guess what's that worth to you? So if you look at his Wikipedia, it's, 
He played in Norway for two years, played 52 games and had 27 goals, and then played in Hungary for 83 games and had 28 goals. So I think, um, I mean, he can score some goals. I just don't know if at this point if you could compare MLS to those leagues or are we now better? We're better. So we'll, I think we're – what are we – aren't we ranked like – wait, we're 15th in the – like 15th best league, I think. Jonathan, are you some kind of communist? Of course we're better. Uh, no, I'm a capitalist and I like money. <laughs> and uh, Well, then we're definitely better. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna be – if it's real, it's good. It's good depth, but I'm still not sure that anyone there between Nizgoda and this new guy that we haven't seen yet is going to be better than Fokaja for the, for the time, time being. I don't but. think he's a Samuel Armenteros. Oh, my boyfriend. If it like if I had to pick Timbers players that I would marry and wed and let them take me to the restroom, it would be Liam Bridgewell <laughs> followed by Samuel Armenteros. I mean don't in this scenario, don't you have like a honeymoon suite so you don't have to go to the restroom? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um I it, it whatever. Pick the spot, I'll be there for both. Um and maybe all three together. I don't know the post. Uh but it I'm Unless there's some big signing that's about to happen for center back, the the selling of Bill Tuiloma for that signing, uh, Frank Boley, just isn't enough for me. Not enough for me either. Uh, we just let's see what happens with Zach. Well, well I mean, I, again. Bill Tuiloma is a Swiss army knife and can play in any position. I'd never saw him like play on the wings in the up on the top, but he's played center. He's played central midfielder. He's played defensive midfielder and he's played pretty much every position yeah, of the back Wherever line. he is, he belongs. Almost, yeah. almost played a, didn't he play like you, you said on that he played like striker once. Pretty, I he mean, did. like at the very end of a game, uh, for like the last ten minutes, he played striker, and it was just like at when I first saw it, I'm thinking, "Oh man, he better get his ass back to the um, the back line and start defending like he's supposed to." And I was like, "Oh no, he's clearly playing as a striker right now," and he was good. One of the first uh, d- um, highlights they show of the Charlotte match is uh, Bill Tuiloma strike from distance. That's like a I don't know, has a laser or on a rope or a laser on a rope. And it's um, a shot that's it's it's off target. But it I mean, it looked pretty good and it was one of the highlights of their match. Just for the highlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he played the full 90, I'm assuming, for Charlotte. I didn't watch that game. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I, I, he probably did. So um, which is a good segue into um Apple TV's first round of shows. Um, what'd you guys think? First of all, did you I, guys who watched? I watched everything the first night. I watched and a few I, matches and then I rewatched the Timbers match today. Jonathan? I love Apple TV. You didn't watch any of it, Jonathan? You busy? Are you? You, you got to respond. This is a verbal thing. You got to talk. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> You're just no shaking your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
no, I didn't watch anything. I hung out with Brianna all weekend and we goofed off and, and, and had a good time. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then you guys like, yeah. Any of you guys watch the the 360, what they call their whip around show? Yeah, I love that show. Um, and I love the other one too. Um, the one, the after show. It was 360, the. That's the one we were chatting. During. Yeah, that's the I think that's like the one they call the, the whip around show. Is, yeah, yeah, that's great. And then um, the after show too is really nice. Um, where they go through and talk about everything. Are you knitting or something, Greg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to make the scarves. Yeah, he's making all the no pity scarves right now. He's volunteering again, Randy. I think you should be thankful. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, announcers, what do you guys think about the announcers? They're fine. I haven't heard our announcers. Who do we have? I don't know. Who. Well, we don't announce- have a specific one. Yeah. They're not. They're not team specific anymore, except for local radio. Yeah. So um, I, I read an interview or listened to a podcast that had Taylor Twelman on it, and he was talking about how when he was doing ESPN matches, he knew what his schedule was like at the beginning of the season, he knew what it was like for the rest of the year. And he says for these games, he does not know his schedule at all. And he knows if something big's happening, he'll be going to that session. Hang on a second. No, Randy's getting out of bed again for the listeners. This is the first time we've ever done cameras as a, as a group together. And I thought it would be helpful and it's turning out to be more disruptive than it is helpful. If I could paint the scene, if I could paint the scene, imagine uh, the beginning of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when Charlie's grandparents are all laying in bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's Randy. I'm just about to get up and jump and do a dance. Uh, (laughs) So... Anyways, the point of that story was that Twelman implies that he's one of the he's like the top guy, you know, the, in, on the top. Oh team. yeah, he's implying and like he's going to become commissioner, so that he gets to go to the to the the games that are big for whatever reason that something happens, which means uh, he's paired up with Jake Zivin, so that means Jake's the, the top play by play. You know, like they're going to be a team for the rest of the thing. So. Those are the go-to guys. They had the LAFC, LA Galaxy game that got canceled. Um, that was them. So that's that's was cool to see that uh, they value Jake that way because he's he's damn good. I forget which game I was watching that Ross was with somebody else, and it was just a little bit weird hearing Ross talk about not talking about the Timbers, talking about another team. But Ross did a, a good job as usual. Um, he's he's fairly knowledgeable. Listening to Timbers broadcasters um, compared to watching games last year on ESPN Plus, there were a lot of horrible, horrible broadcasting teams out there. Um, uh, and the Timbers uh, had a really good team. It's a shame that they got um, separated, but um, I'm glad both of those guys made it over. So I am. Oh, sorry. Go. So for the broadcast team aside, I mean, were you guys who watched over the weekend? Were you pleased with the the streams? Was anything notable? Like what was what was your overall take? The on screen graphics are way better when they like when we go to halftime and they start talking about possession and shots and all that. 
they had different graphs they had different charts they had some interesting graphics the production value is way better than what fox was putting into it but that's interesting you said that because i saw somebody online complaining about the motion graphics weren't that they weren't up to to apple tv standards surprise surprise people online can fuck off because they're wrong yeah, they're pretty much exactly <laughs> Apple TV. Like if you if when you think of Apple brand guidelines, it's exactly that. It's like clean, simple, bright colors, readable fonts. Like everything is nice and clean. And I thought it was, I thought it was really nice and it was um, well handled. And it's a little weird without still with MLS. It's a little weird not having like English broadcasters. I get so used to just hearing the accent. But uh, oh, I'm, I'm being dishonest. I did watch part of Atlanta versus San Jose, and there was an English broadcaster on that. Mm. Uh, I, I did see some in, a different kind of graphics, uh, data graphics not used. They weren't necessarily motion graphics um, that were interesting. It was like a it was a, a channel attacking channel graphic, and that had things that was sort of interesting to see. Um, I thought some of the transitions were kind of, I don't know. I felt like they kind of threw those together kind of quick, um, but they didn't, they, again, they didn't have a lot of time to, to get this figured out in advance. I'm sure like ESPN and all those guys, they spend, you know, they have their, their motion graphics for that year. The next season they're working on the, the whole year previous and we didn't sign this deal in an advance enough to, to get that thing started. Overall, I thought it was pretty pretty good for how quickly how quickly those guys had to throw all that stuff together and just be on top of it. Um, I saw a couple hiccups here and there. Um, I think in the Portland broadcast, especially like there was there was at least one you know technical difficulty difficulty where they just sort of the the feed just dropped out and went to the like the you know, like a distance shot of the, of the stadium and there was no audio. And so there was a, there were a couple of difficulties, but all in all for a, a first broadcast, um, I thought everything was pretty decent. Yeah. Cool. Good break and awkward silence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend, and uh, we're going to do part of a, a clean out of our basement in one of the rooms that did not get redone. And I'm going to have it on the big screen, and I will have some better opinions. All I can say is that I don't care about anyone's negative feedback on week one of broadcasting for a brand new partnership. I can watch any game that I want to, and that's yeah. all that I care about. Completely and, agree. Yeah, I can have it on the TV. I could have it on my phone. I could have it on the computer. It doesn't matter. And if you have family sharing set up for um, Apple, you can share your subscription. So even though I only get one subscription from my Timber season ticket, I can share it with up to like five family household members. So my dad, even in New Hampshire, could still watch on his phone through my timber season tickets and that to me like the the lack of access for me as uh being in portland and not being able to watch most of the matches for the past few years i will get like every away match i will watch 
Um, yeah. And they're done. Like, don't think about it. I really watched that 360 thing. It's great because it's just four guy, four of them just sitting there talking, and w- they're all just watching a match. And then when it gets boring, they put on the next match, and then they put on the next one. And if something happens, they throw that one on. And it's just like it's great if you just want something on in the background that's like soccer. I wonder if know? they're doing cocaine to keep up with that kind of like pace. <laughs> no, that's um, us. Oh, okay, that's the person yeah. <laughs> doing cocaine is the one that designed that weird pink uh, cape dress for. What's her name from? <laughs> her, yeah, the dress slash sleeveless number. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. Uh, her, Cocaine Bear. I forget what her name is. The she was actually on the Thorns, like to, which totally forgot about. But um, yeah, her. The rest of the guys were wearing, you know, just like I don't know what you call them, like dudes with tennis shoes. Yeah, and she had this like crazy ass pink cape dress with shorts and and uh, like six inch tall t- heels platform heels <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like five foot legs what was up with your saturday night <laughs> um picture quality uh-huh. was good i don't know if that's because i'm used to watching on a dvr so everything's all, always a little bit softer than normal but it, it was good the one thing i would like to be able to do is i would like to be able to switch back and forth between matches faster fast switch uh, yeah. instead of having to back out and then pick a game uh it seems and like then they I, should yeah, then you get like a two minute commercial yeah it seems like they should be able to figure that out maybe they will um once i went and watched you know i was at the match on monday night and i came home and wanted to watch the post game bit that that they're supposed to do after every match and was not they did not include that in the archive match which is super irritating um i don't know i take back all of my positive feedback fuck this whole broadcast deal it's garbage <laughs> uh, i mean there's no reason not to include that i don't i don't know why they capped it off at that um it's dumb i'm sure there's going to be feedback forms sent out at some point and that's one thing i'm going to mention uh, I mean, because if you think about it, you want you record a match, you want to see the whole recording of it. Yeah. You don't want to see just the, you know, I don't want to have them cut off the beginning parts. I don't want to have them cut off the end parts. I want to see the whole dang thing. Um, but so. that goes like back to people complaining. There's really the, like the few things that we're complaining about are not important at all. Those right. will be worked That's out. Easy to fix. Season, probably easy to fix. Right. The people that are actually complaining about it, like really stop being poor. Like, fucking buy it and just oh watch God. it. It's it's great. It's 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 a great service and it's fun. You know, like that's how we had huge numbers. It it was a yeah. little bit um, disappointing. <laughs> like like after all the hype, and then like you watch a bunch of games, you're like, ah, I guess it was just like a normal soccer thing. <laughs> but yeah, but but you could go no. But what's great about it is you could go back. Like you could go back on Sunday. And watch the highlights of all the Saturday games, whatever one you want. And you can watch the rebroadcasts and you can watch the shows. And there'll probably be more shows about right, everything right. and more player highlights and this, you know, like little features. And that's another this thing and that it'll be really cool that people were talking about is it, it, to watch the full replay the, the day after you really have to stumble across it or hunt around and try and figure out how to find that it's sort of hidden. 
Um, if you just go to watch the match, it just shows you the, the extended highlights. Um, and you have to really, hopefully they can figure that out because you should... I feel that way about Apple TV in general, where it's, yeah, some it's of the not things a that great, I want. it's not a great interface. No, it's, it For... looks nice. It's yes. just not, it not intuitive. Cool. Yeah. Like I wanted yeah. to watch the John Stewart show last season and you would assume that it would start picking up on things that I've clicked on to watch and that their AI would kick into full gear and say like, Hey, this dude wants to watch, um, John Stewart. And that would be the first thing that pops up or Ted Lasso but it would take multiple bits of searching trying to find it. It's very complicated yeah, for a company that's known for their user interface. Apple TV is not so great. Word. That's interesting that you feel that way, Jonathan, because I'm starting to feel like this podcast is dragging a little bit. <laughs> I feel that Greg's camera Go back to the bathroom. <laughs> well, shit, let's jump off the MLS broadcast review and let's go into. What, Don't we have a promo code for, for that? Apple uh, for MLS. Yeah, it's uh, if you go to NordVPN.com and you <laughs> search for Apple up. promo Portland Vanity Soccer Buttcast, uh, it um, uh, you'll get a you'll get a 47 percent uh, upcharge uh, on your Apple TV subscription. <laughs> All <Yeah. right. laughs> so someone's put here playoff format change, but we don't have any actual notes associated with it. So oh, it's easy to talk about. You. Well, and talk about it. There's way too many playoff games. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah. it's, it's there's way too many teams making the playoff playoffs, and some of the early rounds are three round knockout. A knockout. Yeah, it's just everyone but Colorado. And so, <laughs> if if anything, it should be the opposite. If they're going to have three round knockouts, uh, best of three series, those should happen later on in in the uh, playoffs, not at the very beginning. It's pure money grab situation trying to get butts trying to get extra games and it's it's absurd that they they're doing this at the same time they're also making us take a month break to have another tournament it's you know i mean like try one at a time don't just all of a sudden go from like hey you guys have 34 matches or 38 matches with open cup and now you're gonna have 80 matches in a season so I listened to Greg's boyfriend on Soccer Made in Portland, Ryan Clark, talk about this. And my man. My man. <laughs> uh, and the Chris Reifer was saying the only positive, or was this? No, it wasn't. It was, it was this Borisonic, and I'm confusing the two podcasts? It's very possible. One of them, uh, one of the podcasts and one of the people said, it's good because you're at least, if you make the playoffs, you're guaranteed a home match, which you don't normally get now and like what was our format the last season Uh and so i get it from that perspective but i would rather just have a home and away leg goal differential move on and that was to me acceptable and uh it doesn't need to be anything more than that but the fact that there could be three playoff games like if but in in for just two teams is crazy yeah two teams that were one of them is definitely in the bottom half of the conference like, and playoffs are going to run into what December now? They always do. No, they yeah, don't. it's like it's like two teams, one cup. <laughs> the final yeah. is always in December. It's December fifth was the our you know early December. Now they're going to be pushed back. You guys are they? Because we're starting the next two matches. We started in February again. That's true, but we're taking a month off for. League's Cup. For the League's Cup. I yeah. cannot wait for that. It's going to be so awesome. And if we can win that shit in a knockout tournament, uh huh. 
CONCACAF Champions League because every, Sounders shit the bed against Ahala or whatever. take us seriously. Yeah. Every one yeah. of those matches should be a f- best of five. Best of I seven, yeah. at least. Best maybe. of seven for uh, best of 13. Leagues Cup? Yeah. Baseball yeah. rules? Yeah. Baseball rules, yeah. Unless you oh, win God. seven yeah. games. We'll call them series. Yeah. So, no, but seriously, though, that's way too many games for the guys in this league to play. Yeah. I, I used to disagree with that wholeheartedly where I was like, European players are playing that many games in a season across all their tournaments. And then I started to think about how incorrect I was with that type of comparison because, and again, I don't normally admit, like admit fault. Like I'm not an accountability type of person for, Oh, we know. Talk talk to us about COVID a week. Yeah, dude. COVID is fake. Um, (laughs) it's just the flu, man, just the flu, bro. Uh, so my take was we should be able to do that. That's what players should be aspiring to. However, uh, the players that are doing that in Europe are full-time crazy professional athletes making millions of dollars a year. And you're asking someone who makes like league minimum salary to be able to compete in that type of season. And if you're going to put your body on the line for, uh, for that type of grueling season, like you should have at least $500,000 in your pocket, because if you injure yourself, you're done. And I, uh, so I agree with you now in terms of what, should they be able to do it physically? Sure. Would I risk my body for $85,000 a year? And would you trust the Timbers doctors to fix you? Yeah. Mm. So agreed, Randy. Agree with you. I'm bored. On to the next thing. Yeah. This is (laughs) the last bit. Let's make some predictions. Well, what what upcoming matches do we have, Josh? I guess I'll tell you. Um, we have LAFC next weekend. Go Mighty! What? what shit, I don't even know what they're called. Black and Golds. Do they have a team name? Do they have like a name? Step front, like you don't have season tickets to LAFC. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, uh, so when Randy, is that? No. When is that? Oh, match? sorry, it's on it's on Saturday. That's an away match, right? It's an away match at. Bank of California. <laughs> At what time? I don't know. Probably like one forty-five, one thirty. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Randy, I, I, you... sorry, I'll tell you the next match a lot better. <laughs> okay, Randy, do you have a Randy, prediction? Randy, what do you think? <laughs> um, man, two-one. Uh, we're gonna win. I, that seems ridiculous, but that's what I'm gonna go with. I already had this planned out. I'm going with nil-nil draw. The only reason and that's... We're, and, and we're going to dominate. The only reason we're going to have a chance at winning is because they're all pent up from having a game canceled. El Trafico. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to that on July 4th. July 4th weekend. Ooh. Greg, what's your what's your prediction? Uh, we're going to lose 2-0. Oh yeah, Craig's. God damn, I was gonna say two nil at first. That's what my gut says, but then I'm like, no, I can't be negative, so I'm sticking with the draw. I, I'm sticking with my uh, flying high with uh, with Air Laria four to two win Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> the Jonathan scoreline. Yeah, uh, Craig's probably gonna win that that hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. Next match, the following Saturday at home, March 11th, 7.30 p.m. I guess uh, against St. Louis. Inaugural match. 
Inaugural match. Inaugural match. They're coming to Portland. What they do you guys think is going to be the outcome? It's our yeah, inaugural they, match with St. Louis City. Oh. They beat Austin three to two on their inaugural match because of strong. one Austin player had the worst night of his entire life. <laughs> All three goals were on him, including yeah, a back pass to the, first the attacker. <laughs> yeah. All three were his fault. I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot. I forget the first one, but I know that it involved him somewhat. The second one was that back pass, and then the third one he just got like put in the washing machine. And remember how they around, kept saying, yeah, "Yeah, they kept." They're like, "Don't worry, he'll redeem himself." <laughs> and it just got worse. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't the goal the guy that he the guy that scored the the back pass goal? Wasn't that guy on his team? Yes, I think he. I think he just had a total brain fart. He looked up, saw that guy's face, and was like, "Oh, I'll pass it back to him." He probably. No, I think he called for it, and it was a familiar voice. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, "Ah, shit, that poor kid, man, that poor kid." Yeah. So, Randy. Yes. Oh, uh, St. Louis City two-two draw. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Okay. I'm going with a 1-0 victory. This is the match we blow at wide open. 4-1 to one win. Oh, yeah. Woo. Just to show Dang Austin it. we mean business. I wish I had Greg's picks this time. I think he's right on both <laughs> of these. I, mean, I could have made those decisions, but I didn't. You could no, one, no one took the easy one. I'm going 2-1 to one win. That's a yeah, yeah. That's like the most predicted scoreline in the history of uh, football. Uh, um, it's either two one or three two. That guy, their their DP striker. I think he's like eight feet tall. <laughs> so that means what's his, what's his name? Journalist. I don't what's know. Up, journalist, tell me about his name. Well, the tall guy, Franz or something. Franz Bully. Strength. Is that was his name. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well. I What's think the closing that, track, Jonathan? Uh, the closing track is... Josh Bridge really West wants to get out of here. By the Suicide Machines. I love the Suicide Machines. That was a... What is it? What was the name of that record? The white, the black and white one? Yeah. What's it called? Destruction by Definition is Skank one of the, the greatest, like, fun punk records of... Uh, all time. Uh, they use an inappropriate that. term for a homosexual on one of their songs and um, on that record. And then they later changed it because uh, it was inappropriate. And, that, and that's why it was fun Ooh. for you. That's, that no, you I, I said the record was good. You, oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really punk what rock. That? The yeah. old doll of... Uh... Yeah, they did not do a good <coughs> job of not having inappropriate commentary, but it's kind of like what we all got called when we were in high school. Um, uh, cool. And when Randy, well, when when me and Greg and Josh were in high school, Randy was uh, getting his first AARP catalog in the mail. So um, <laughs> maybe not quite uh, high school, but hey, Josh. Yeah, that's where, my name. Where and how do they reach us? You know, everyone knows by now, but we really just, you can, um, portlandvanity at gmail.com, 503-583-4235 if you want to leave a message. 
Um, maybe you should because that's fun. Our Facebook and Instagram is Portland Vanity, and our Twitter is PDX Vanity Soccer. And we also have a playlist on Spotify if you just search Radio Free PVSP, and this track will be on there. Hey, Josh. Hey, hey what? Did you, did you do a bump before you came on to record this episode? I did not. Okay. I He didn't do a bump through his nose. He did it through his butt. Cocaine bear. Yeah, cocaine bear. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> so got, Rebecca just sent me a picture. I got a bunch of, right here. Rebecca just sent me a picture of Cinema 21's marquee. And if you read the lines as a single sentence, it says, Willem Dafoe inside cocaine bear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is really good. Hey, just really quick shout out to our friends at Outer Roses for doing oh, yeah. the joint episode. That was really fun. Uh, they they set that up to uh, to actually ha- they make that happen. And that was a, a great time. We're looking forward to closing out the season with that. And then also shout out to our friends at morrisonic but when i say shout out i mean like if they're not gonna rap battle us like i'm not gonna like i'm not even yeah, gonna good tracks anymore if they're not gonna if they're not gonna step up to the plate uh pat said he won't rap stuff. because he is a student of metal well, I will, we can metal we can metal for days i will out metal pat any day yeah. of the week there oh. it's like it's not even a question of if it's just a matter of how how metal does he want to try to get because that's not even like level one on my my metal scale. <laughs> my metal scale ends at the darkness. <laughs> that's not even metal. <laughs> yeah, that's not metal. But it's still fun. That's what I mean. I love the darkness. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Justin. Oh, my God. Do you guys listen to Je- – do you ever watch Justin Hawkins Rides Again on YouTube? <laughs> Greg also uh, wants to hang up. Uh, what is that? The one where he talks about somebody – bands that aren't doing it right or whatever. Is that the way he criticizes? Yeah, he, he just talks every day, oh. and it's it's great. You should watch it. Did you see him when they came through town? Yeah. I missed that show. I was out of town. Was it good? I didn't right. see them. Okay, Greg's done. Bye. Bye, yes. guys. Yeah, it was really, yeah, I love them. They're really good. They're really good. <laughs> they didn't break up.
All right. Well, that's another <laughs> mark in the, uh, in the the first recording was twenty nine thirty, and the second <coughs> recording you can is keep everything I'm minutes. saying because nothing's really. Uh,